0: Good morning. Welcome back to the broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Monday, August 1st, 2022. And our top story today, new car prices soar, how to get the best deal. Well, joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Mark Shermer is with Cox Automotive. Mark, so great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Oh really appreciate your uh, interest in Cox Automotive. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we're right on the cusp of new auto sales, and, and I wa- we wanted to reach out because it's been really challenging uh, for many uh, people in the audience and elsewhere to get new vehicles. And, and I guess my first question to you is, how are we doing overall with people buying new cars?
1: Well, the new car business, the new car sales business, of late has been a real challenge in be mainly due to inventory available supply we look regularly at the number of vehicles on dealer lots across the country and um, for the past year or so we've been at about a million vehicles spread across the country for context before the pandemic and say 2019 we'd have three and a half million you know well over 3 million vehicles available so obviously inventory is the new vehicle the biggest challenge in new vehicles right now
0: now, now what what is causing that I, obviously it's uh the the chips uh their supply chain disruption and also i would think it's ramping back up the production uh and that was kind of put on hold during the quarantines not only here in the states but around the globe
1: yeah you know Since the global COVID pandemic, the auto industry has been up and down with uh, a number of issues. Uh, Certainly, production was slowed down or stopped in a lot of cases. And if you think back about a year ago, the spring of 2021, auto sales were going fantastic, gangbusters. Everybody was buying new cars. COVID restrictions were coming off. It had been about a year. And sales were through the roof. Everybody was so excited. And then the realization hit that were running out of cars to sell and the automakers were struggling to maintain production. We were getting shut down at suppliers around the country where COVID would be an issue locally and a plant might be shut down for three weeks. We were had a massive issue with chips, very well documented, you know, and getting available chips to build cars and the production just has never fully recovered. So after a spring a year ago of fantastic sales, We've just been stuck with very low inventory and that's been a real challenge for automakers and car buyers.
0: Let's talk about the prices of cars. You know, when there is it's just supply and demand, when there is a shortage of houses and people are more people looking for houses, housing prices tend to go up. Is it the same for the cars that have been produced? If there's a third of the inventory available than what is typically available, uh is your, Toyota, your average Toyota Camry, not to pick on Toyota, Hyundai Sonata, Kia Optima, whatever brand you want to use, are those cars costing more relative to where, where they were, or they're just not, dealers are not just offering the, the incentives that they did?
1: Well, yeah, there's a number of dynamics in the industry right now. And, and central to that, of course, is economics 101, supply and demand. I mean, with supply low and sufficient demand, there are very few discounts out there. There are, well, I would say most vehicles in the latest numbers we've looked at are selling for at or over sticker price. The manufacturer suggests a retail price. That, you know, three, four years ago is unheard of. Typically, a car would sell for 8 to 10% under MSRP. But for about a year now, MSRP has been considered a great deal if you're getting a car for a sticker price. The other dynamic that the industry is running into is that as manufacturers are limiting production, they're having to choose what to build. And if you're going to sell fewer cars, you choose to sell um, a higher trim levels. Perhaps you're going to focus on more profitable cars. Manufacturers, you know, if you can only build 10 cars, you're not going to build the 10 cheapest cars. You're going to build cars that can help you stay profitable. So. The available product that's out there is also more expensive. So there's a there's a number of dynamics that are impacting prices and and pushing prices to record level.
0: Let me ask you about buying the traditional uh, buying process where you put some money down, you pay over a five year period typically on a on a, a amortization note. Um, what about the lease? Of the two uh, methods of, of you know I guess someone could pay a lump sum too if you're if you're uber wealthy you just can stroke a check yeah. for the for the Camry I can't lucky do people. that yeah, <laughs> those are very lucky people i'm I'm glad they're doing so well but is there a trend towards leasing or buying or is it still the same as it was yeah. during covid well
1: uh, absolutely the in fact leasing is way down right now um traditional purchases I think if we look back three years leasing would account for about Thirty percent of new car purchases. We've been closer this year to twenty percent or lower, and one of the reasons is manufacturers have not been supporting leases, and they've been focused on sales. Now, one of the things to remember: about eighty percent of new vehicle sales involve a loan or a lease, some sort of financial transaction. Where you know only about twenty percent of the people are, as you said, you know, lucky enough to be stroking a check and, and paying for that outright. But so the other issue that's going on in the market right now is certainly what the Fed's doing. I mean, there's yep. been a bunch of movement in interest rates that's increasing the average loan cost. And as those loan costs go up, certainly the cost of new vehicle ownership is going up. So all these factors are you know, hitting the market and making sure new vehicles are you know, in, in record prices. It's expensive to buy a car right now, but that's not to say deals aren't out there and you can't. With some work, find a good deal.
0: Let me ask you about gas prices. One more question before we go to a commercial break. and I could spend all day talking to you about this. Um, This is a really interesting topic. But let's talk about gas prices. Is that causing consumers to, one, buy uh, cars or vehicles that use the lowest octane possible? So 87 versus the 93? Mm -hmm. Because there's, in some cases, 40 to 50 cent difference between super premium, duper premium versus the regular. Uh, yeah. Or are they looking at electric vehicles or hybrid vehicles, knowing that there is a premium to pay for those vehicles, right? There's, there's something you pay in addition to uh, the traditional vehicle.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting question. There's, a, there's an interesting dynamic happening in the market right now in that absolutely, if you look at, we, we look regularly at our traffic on Kelly Blue Book and Autotrader, our main websites, our consumer uh, buying sites and the interest in EVs, hybrids, plug-in hybrids, very efficient cars has gone up significantly. So more people are shopping for those vehicles, but you can only buy what's available, and we haven't seen the you know that translate into huge growth because mainly availability. You know, if in a market where there's plentiful hybrids and plug-in hybrids and EVs, we might see more growth in sales there. We're absolutely seeing increases, but not what you might think. And it's mainly because of available product, not because of interest. And the high gas prices have certainly driven interest in more more fuel-efficient vehicles.
0: Well, Mark, I need to take a very quick break. Can we come back how to find that new car? And we'll also talk a little bit about used cars. Why not, right? You're gonna to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM.
1: and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. I called and spoke with one of the representatives and we just had a good conversation and I I liked what he was saying.
0: Just one call for his free credit evaluation was all it took to start back on the track to repairing his credit
1: seeing the deletions and I'm getting the report so I know something's being done. It does make a difference to me.
0: All it takes is one call to get started.
1: Credit Repair has given me a second chance to have a better credit score.
0: Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Do what Terrence did and make the call for your free credit evaluation.
1: Call 800-819-4152. That's 800-819-4152. Again, 800-819-4152.
0: Welcome back. We're, we're talking cars this morning with Mark Shermer of Cox Automotive. Mark, thanks so much for sticking with us this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, again, taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, this is real interesting. I want to follow up. I want to talk about eventually getting finding a car. Um, and I know you've got the Auto Trader and Kelly Blue Book sites, but let's talk about the average price of a vehicle that has trended upwards, but that can also be a little. Misleading. What about the average price of a car right now?
1: Yeah, right now the average price of new vehicles is getting a lot of headlines. You're reading about forty eight thousand dollars. And indeed, you know, in July I'm sorry, in June, we had, according to Kelly Blue Book data, a record high average uh new vehicle price. But the thing to remember about averages is that You know, nobody really pays average. There's not a lot of vehicles above that and a lot below. And one of the reasons the average is getting pushed up, in addition to the fact that supply and demand um, uh, dynamics are involved, one issue is that a lot of luxury cars are selling. The luxury side of the business is doing quite well right now. The uh, larger percent of new vehicles sold each month are from luxury brands like Mercedes, BMW, Tesla, uh, Lincoln and Cadillac, you name it. And those vehicles are doing well. So as more expensive vehicles sell, certainly that's pushing higher this average price. So, but if you think about it, there's a lot of vehicles that are well below the average. You know, you look at a segment like the uh, compact SUV, vehicles like the Toyota RAV4, Ford Escape, those products, those sell typically 30% below average price. So, you know, just because the average is 48 doesn't mean you're going to spend 48 on a new car. It just means that on average, they're getting more expensive.
0: Mark, how do I find, uh, what are some tips out there to find a new car? Um, you need something, maybe your car broke down, maybe you're coming off a lease. Um, I don't know, there's probably a lot, maybe you got a kid who's turning 16. Have they earned the car? I don't know. I don't know, that's a whole different, that's a whole different show. I'll have for to get me. to that. How to know when your 16 year old earns the right to have a car. But in any event, how do we find a well, car?
1: Yeah, well, our, our editors at Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader are talking about this a lot right now. And the real, the real trick is to take your time and pack your patience because you're going to have to do a lot of searching around. Be ready to be flexible. Be ready to move fast as well. But when I say flexible, it's important to think, don't get wed to a single product. I must have this car in blue with a black interior. Just it's going to be difficult to find. However, you know, chances are with some flexibility and a willingness to shop around a lot, you can probably do okay. Also recognize, though, incentives are at a historic low. Average vehicles are selling for more than MSRP. So, you know, the deal that might have been very obtainable in 2019 just is not the dynamics of the market today just don't support that. It's It's more expensive to buy a new car right now, but there are certainly great products out there and with some searching and with some patience, you can score a new car and I think you'd be really happy
0: with it. Let's talk a, a few minutes about used cars, uh, uh, you know, keeping older cars on the road that, that there's a give and a take, right? Older cars, used cars are a little bit, or traditionally have been inexpensive, but they also lack some of the safety features of the newer cars. And from what I've read, There have been some more safety incidents, I think, reported by the National Highway Highway uh, Safety uh, Administration. So, what's the balance there? How do I find is a used car still a good deal? And uh, do we expect older cars to be on the road longer?
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. And the used car business is fascinating. And you know, one of the Cox Automotive businesses is Mannheim, which is the biggest wholesale auction house for used vehicles. So we touch. A lot of used vehicles. We see a lot of used vehicles. And thing to remember, that a typical new car uh, sales year is in the neighborhood of, say, 15 million. We're a little less now. We've been to more in the past where retail used cars are often over 20 million. So more used cars are sold every year than new cars. Um, there's a lot of vehicles that are sold that are in the neighborhood of three to four years old, maybe four to five. Those are very good deals, coming off warranty, you know, maybe off a lease. There's a lot of those vehicles out there. Interestingly, if you think about the used car business, it's influenced by the new car business eight to 10 years ago. And we were coming off a great recession a decade ago, and sales volumes were quite low. So actually, older, very affordable used cars are difficult to find right now. There weren't as many built in 2010. 11 and 12, when the, the U.S. economy was recovering from the Great Recession. With fewer new cars sold 10 years ago, that means fewer used cars available right now. So, you know, the very old cars are, are tougher to find. And to your point, absolutely, vehicles are staying on the road longer. They're, you know, better built, the technology is better, better quality. There's a lot of reasons. Again, I would be looking in the neighborhood of four to five years old. Those are very good products. And I'll say, unlike the new market, the used vehicle market is starting to improve. You're seeing inventory levels back to what we would consider normal, looking at 2019, 2020. Um, and prices have not, have, have I guess we'll say, they've stopped growing. They are elevated as well. But they're not increasing like we have seen in the past year or so. So there's some stability. The other day, our chief economist said the used vehicle market is feeling pretty normal. And that felt pretty
0: good. Yeah, well, I guess we're going to have to see where everything goes. I, I guess the only balancing act there is if you have an older vehicle, a used vehicle, you got to make sure that you do the the checking to see whether it's been damaged. It's got water damage, rust. Body, body uh, replacement, body issues, um, all those kind of things are real important. Mark, we're going to have to leave it there. Great chatting with you, and, and thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Appreciate it. Thanks for your interest. Thanks, Mark. Great to see you. Thanks for sharing your perspective. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle wellness, finance, tech, So much more all in one place. Check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives? Check out our latest content. We'll visit our website and our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN AM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes.
1: Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts, but you can stop these IRS actions. The tax doctor will work with you using our years of experience to represent your case to help you get the best resolution under the IRS guidelines. Help is here to deal with the IRS to reduce your stress. We've handled thousands of cases, so we know what we're doing. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a tax doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Call 800